At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Real quick before we start the show, just wanted to let you guys know you can get the show two days early by joining our Patreon. Even for a buck, you can listen to the show two days early. Go to patreon.com slash analog talk and we got a bunch of stuff over there. Check it out and uh, yeah, enjoy the episode. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Analog Talk, a film photography podcast. I'm your host, Tim. I'm Chris. And today on the show, our guest is Haley Bush. Hey, Haley. Hi, Haley. Hi. Oh my gosh. Thank you guys so much for having me. Absolutely. Yeah, I've been uh, I've been loving what you're putting out lately. So I can't wait to talk all about the the FaceTime stuff you're doing because it just I was saying like, I can't figure it out. So anyway, but for for the listeners who may not know who you are, can you give us a brief like rundown of who you are and how you got into photography? Yeah. Okay, where to begin? So basically, I've been shooting, I want to say professionally for a few years, like probably four. Um, I actually got my start in the music world. So I kind of began just bringing my camera to like events and kind of festivals and capturing artists. And you know how it goes. I mean, you work for free, you work your way (laughs) up, um, that whole thing. And then I kind of started like the last two years were like non-freaking stop, just like go, 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 like festival every weekend. And I mean, it was great for sure. And I'm so grateful for it, but it does hit a point where, I mean, for me at least, like I was getting so run down. And Mm -hmm. it just sucked the life out of me. And it's hard because it's like you're doing such cool shit. Like, Mm -hmm. it's hard to, like, put yourself in the position and be like, okay, is this really making me happy anymore? Or Mm -hmm. is this just kind of become, like, a routine where, like, this is what my life is supposed to be, you know? So I kind of took a step back from things, made a few life adjustments, and I realized that that's not what I want to be doing anymore. And I picked up film while doing it more religiously, kind of incorporating it more into my work. And now I'm totally segueing and doing, like, portraiture and couples and people and just like slowing it down and I feel like when I do that now I'm just like coming alive like it feels so much more natural and it just feels really healthy because I mean you know how it goes shooting events and concerts and all (laughs) that like you pick up unhealthy lifestyle choices you you don't have any sleep (laughs) yeah you're like running on one hour of sleep trying to do all this stuff it's crazy so I feel really fortunate that I'm able to make a shift in kind of my career and that Mm. I've had the time to do so I think thank you quarantine for granting me that in like a twisted way (laughs) but that's good Yeah, so that's kind of what I've been doing now, just slowing it down and kind of just going where it feels natural and where my heart leads me. So (laughs) that's the way to do it right there. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's there's a lot of good things that come out of the quarantine, you know, a lot of reset buttons being pushed and all Mm -hmm. that. So that's good that that worked out for you. You just launched a new website, too, right? I did. Yeah, I launched that. It's gorgeous, by the way. Oh, thank you. (laughs) 
Thank you. That was, I mean, you know how it goes, building a website from like the ground up. <laughs> Just the compiling of the images, the re- like re-editing the images, like the formatting the whole thing. It took, it took a minute, but I'm so relieved that it's done. It feels really good. <laughs> and yeah, I can't believe it's done. I feel like I'm having like withdrawal from like sitting in front of my computer all day. Like I'm like, what do I do now? Like I don't have any, I don't need to open Adobe. Like this is crazy. <laughs> so. Did you learn that stuff? Did you self-teach yourself how to do like Mm -hmm. web design and stuff? Because that's something I wish I had the talent to do. But yeah, same here. Yeah, I did most of it on like Photoshop, I will say. And I just kind Mm -hmm. of like created things, then imported them in. But yeah, I did teach myself YouTube and all the things. So yeah. Yeah. God bless YouTube. And what do you call it, Timothy? YouTube University? (laughs) Yeah. yeah. (laughs) That's perfect. No, I mean, it's, it's anything. Like I forget, I had to fix something on my car the other day and I was just like down there frustrated. I'm not like a car person by any means, but I, you know, who wants to spend a couple hundred dollars taking your car to the shop? But I was like, YouTube. I ran up here to my office and I'm like, click, 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 and figured it out in 15 minutes. And next thing you know, it's like money saved. How to change your carburetor. Yeah. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. No, 100%. So Haley, how was the transition from digital to film? I, there's aspects of my career where I can't make that transition which is fine but I always say I'm like super jealous of people who are like nope I just shoot film now and that's it yeah I'm definitely in the same boat as you still like I'm Mm -hmm. repping that I do both but like the goal is to just be film but I mean right now I think having both helps because there's so many pros and cons obviously but I personally with film, I noticed all of my bad habits from digital seeping through, like overshooting. So like Ooh, I would send in all these roles. Yeah. And be like, girl, you just spent so much freaking money. Like you did not need <laughs> dial it back. <laughs> yeah. Take it way back. Like you were paying money for these shots. So kind of like learning to slow down. Cause again, like when you're shooting events, like you don't have time to mm-hmm. think you were like rapid fire taking photos, but when you're at a portrait session, you don't need to do that. And right. so yeah. kind of like reteaching myself and also digital is such an intuitive thing for me. So now kind of having to like stop and think about things and experimenting with all the different film stocks and all that has been like a really, it's just been a whole learning experience. I mean, yeah, it's been super interesting, but I love it. Every time I get filmed back lately, I like I'm tearing up and just like, this is so worth it to me. Like I never felt this way importing raws into Lightroom. Isn't that so true? That's just like the perfect way to say it. Like I never felt that way importing raws into Lightroom either. (laughs) (laughs) Like a thousand photos versus what? Like 36? 36 is all I need for my fix, you know? (laughs) Exactly. That's so crazy. I've been using, I have a Sony, like a mirrorless Sony camera. It's Mm -hmm. my only digital camera left and I when quarantine first happened, I was like, I'm going to try to force myself to take some pictures with this thing (laughs) and try to get excited about it. Because, again, film is not cheap and Mm -hmm. I'm not working right now, so Mm -hmm. I don't have the the funds to just buy bricks of Kodak film at the moment. And so I was like, I'm just going to try this out. And old habits, they just crept right back Mm -hmm. up right away. You know, taking three shots of the same flower that looked identical. (laughs) You know, like, it's just like, it's so crazy how, you know, looking at your screen is so addicting. Mm -hmm. And it's it's cool to have the instant gratification of digital. Like, I do enjoy that. But man, does it take away from the organic flow of, like, you don't 
take I, I don't personally I don't take a roll of film out and blow it like Mm-mm. like if it was a digital camera I would like you said I would shoot a thousand shots mm-hmm. and just be like wow it takes me like two or three days to finish a roll of film if I'm just cruising around and taking photos for no purpose you know mm-hmm. and it's just weird how that how that is I wish I yeah had some sort of scientific <laughs> charts and graphs to explain to me why <laughs> why it's like that yeah well because with digital too it's like okay let me see if these settings work okay let me see if this works okay yeah, and it's just yeah. like this whole thing but like when you're shooting film it's like all right I'm gonna assume that this is working yeah like, I'm just yeah, gonna it's working wing it. yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. Even when it's not working, it's working. Truly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I've gotten stuff like, oops, I didn't mean for this to be this underexposed, but it's cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or like, let me just open the back of my camera real quick and yep. get some light leaks. <laughs> like, can't really do that with digital. So <laughs> I'm sure there's a filter for that somewhere. Oh, for sure. For sure. A Lightroom <laughs> preset. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah. So what are some of your favorite uh, film stocks that you've been experimenting with? Um, I like all the expensive ones. So Cinestill. Same, same. <laughs> <laughs> I've been recently loving the Lomo 400. I've That's the only Lomo one I've tried so far. But um, mm. I just got like a few, some scans back and I'm in love. And I immediately ordered more. I'd say those two. Um, I just tried the Cinestill 50D, but I haven't gotten it back yet. So I'm mm. curious mm. to see how those are going to look. Because I shot it like on a really sunny day at a beach. And oh, I yeah. don't really like beach coloring and tones i usually avoid shooting at the beach so it's gonna be an interesting it'll be interesting but i'm looking forward to it and again it's just so much more rewarding to send film in and not know what you're gonna get and then you get it back and i'm like i don't need to edit this i don't well yeah i don't need to edit this i don't need to do anything (laughs) but yeah you guys like portrait right I feel like I've heard you talk about yeah. it. Yeah, <laughs> Chris is a, a Chris girl. is a portrait fiend. Yeah, yeah. it's funny because I've, I've a, well, I like them all, mm-hmm. but I have a, a fridge full of like all these other types of film, <laughs> and I like was like, oh, I'm gonna go shooting, and I went for the portrait, and I was like, I have a problem. It's just what I go for. I don't know. It's just I'm used to it. I love it. You know. Yeah, it's so beautiful though. I mean. It's valid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think it's important though too to to kind of like fall in love with one one stock or uh, two stocks that you you know that you can kind of just close your eyes and you know what you're mm-hmm. gonna get when mm-hmm. you're doing it because that's that's why I really never change what I shoot. I'm always I'm the black and white guy. Yeah. As you can tell. <laughs> <laughs> I'm obsessed. So it's uh, what are your favorite yeah. film stocks? I love. Uh, I'm a big fan of T Max 400 mm-hmm. and. Uh, I've been shooting Ilford's mm-hmm. HP5 again, which is because there was like a deal going on on Amazon or something like that. Mm-hmm. I found a brick for kind of the old the old prices, like a couple year years ago awesome. prices, and I was like, I couldn't say no to that. And <laughs> recently acquired a Leica, so I was <gasps> like, what's better than HP5 and a Leica? And Ooh. pushed to sixteen. Live in the so, dream. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's <laughs> I'm awesome. on cloud nine. I mean, it's it's fun. That's awesome. I wanted to ask you, do you think you'll like start to slim down now that you've finally got a Leica. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm I don't I, I mean I can't afford anything else right now or <laughs> want anything else. like I was looking at 35 mil. I mean you always look. Yeah. It's kind of like a, you know, you're always looking for gear, especially when you're like a a gearhead like me. Like I love cameras and and technology and yeah. just fun stuff. And you know, I'm still looking, but when it gets to the hit like hitting the buy it now or the bid button, like I'm just kind of chill right now. I'm like I wow. I wouldn't even use it. <laughs> I would feel like I would cuz like I I just want to stay like it, least with this camera for a year yeah. and not kind of veer off track i mean when you spend that kind of money yeah for sure <laughs> it's, it's uh that's it's a good a feeling though to like have yeah. it and be like all right i'm satisfied like i don't yeah, need yeah. anything else right now but 
Well, and I and I came from a I was shooting a Voigtlander Bessa, which is basically mm. it's like mm-hmm. it's little brother, you know, and even the difference between those two. Like I remember having like a Canonette and stepping up to the Bessa and being like, wow, this is like a Rolls Royce yeah. and then going to the, the Leica. It's like, wow, this is like a NASA spaceship. Yeah. Like, that's how crazy awesome it, they, it, it feels. They feel so good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I've definitely been camera shot like window shopping a lot because yes. I want to like pull the trigger on something and treat myself to like something that I've had my eye on but it's so hard because a part of me is like medium format and then the other part is like no you got to get like the Nikon FM3 and then I'm also like but I want a contacts and I'm like okay you can't buy anything you're not allowed until you like have it in mind but yeah I feel like I've I think it's going to end up being the Mamiya 7 just because I would Mm -hmm. do the RZ but like I just like I'm on the go. I'm traveling. Right. I want to yeah. be able to like have something compact, and also it's so sexy. Like that camera build. Yeah, yeah, it is. <laughs> Dude, the R- the RZ is like a full commitment too. Like truly. You need- you need to go to the gym, gym like- at least like four times a week <laughs> yeah. to, to carry that thing around on a regular basis. I yeah. feel like I would look ridiculous. People would be like, what? Just be like, here I go. It's just me in my box. Yeah. Yeah. But we'll see. I want to definitely get something medium format soon because I feel like I'm just itching to shoot it. And mm. the few times mm. that I have, I'm just like, oh my God. Okay. Like, yeah, that negative size is just like, woo. Yeah. 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 And ten, what, 10 photos? Like, you, you, like, <laughs> yeah. you really got to slow down. There's no overshooting allowed there. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, the, the plus of shooting. Because sometimes it's hard to get through 36 frames. Mm-hmm. Not going to lie. So having like 10 or 12 or 16 is like, okay, I can do this. This is easy. Yeah, exactly. 100%. And then it's still not easy. It's, it's still, still not, not easy. easy. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at that point, I think you're almost being like too picky. Yeah. So then it's just yeah, like, all right, yeah. forget it. I only have 16. Gonna make them good. <laughs> Same role for like three months. <laughs> yeah. But what are you shooting now? I noticed some photos with you and like, is that a Rebel that you, that you rock? Yeah. So I had been wanting to get a film SLR because I wanted to use my digital lenses with it. Yes. Uh, yeah. Um, Smart. And although I feel like it's this weird like limbo because I feel like, like I'm shooting film. But it's not like like it's just a Canon Rebel 2000. Yeah, so I have one. You do? Yeah, I haven't uh, shot it. I got it at uh, like a Goodwill or a thrift store for like twelve dollars. It, it was wow. the camera and the lens. In, <laughs> okay, in the well, box. you paid way less than I did, so that's great. Yeah. <laughs> I was gonna say easy there, Chris. You're gonna break her heart. Yeah, I know. Though. I'm sorry. <laughs> But I mean, I have like my Sigma 1.4 lens and when I put that thing on there and then I'm like shooting at night, I'm just like, okay, well, this is great. And I've been really loving having that because again, I I feel like I'm someone who I don't want to get like if I see something and I want to capture it, I don't want to get too bogged down with like the settings. And Mm. I feel like with that Canon, it is an intuitive thing because I already shot Canon previously. Right. So it's just been like this really like intuitive experience because I just like see it, I shoot it, boom. And I also got like a new flash with gels. And so I've just been like totally playing around with light and color. And it's super freaking fun, honestly. (laughs) So that is what I've been using recently. But last year I was using a Minolta X700 actually. Um, it was a gift to me and I just like that's what I used to shoot a lot of some of the events that I was shooting digitally I would shoot on the side with my film camera Mm -hmm. so I used that Mm -hmm. and then I'd also been using a Canon AE1 for a sec but yeah yeah great cameras classic (laughs) so when when was the the like your intro so you started on digital when did you Mm -hmm. have that like I'm gonna start shooting film so 
I kind of had been playing around with the film camera. So for the last like two years, like I'd bring it to things here and there. Mm -hmm. And then basically going into the festival season last year. So this is like last April. I was like, like I was already dreading it. And that is not a feeling that you should be having going into like... I was about to do six festivals in a row, like festival for five days, come home for two days, edit an entire album, go to the festival, come home, edit. Like it was insane. And I was like, I physically don't know how I'm going to do this. Wow. I don't feel good about it. And I need something with me that's going to at least kind of excite me, which also, Mm -hmm. again, I'm going to a festival. I shouldn't be in that mindset. So that kind of just goes Mm. to show how I was feeling about my work. So I brought the film camera and I brought it to a festival. And it's funny because then they're posting my album, they're sharing everything. And I didn't share a single image that I had been paid to shoot. I only shared oh, my film captures. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I did my entire festival season. And then I ended on a great note. Um, this one festival brought me on to shoot like their sponsored content and like all of their kind of like merchandise and like work with like the oh, artists one on one and just shoot like we are sponsored by this brand. Like we need images of this around the festival. And I was like, I don't care to shoot digitally. I know I could be submitting photos for you guys to like share and do whatever, but I'm just going to shoot film on the side for myself and just do what I'm paid to do yeah. and then finish that. And so I ran around the festival. I would like get my stuff done in the morning and then leave my digital camera like in the media room. And then I'd run around with my film camera And I think it was like day four of like six and I'm just like in the room talking to someone and I was like, yeah, I've been shooting film. And they're like, but you're not shooting digital also. Like you can get published. Like they can be posting your photos and all this. And I was like, I don't care. Like I'm just shooting for myself. I don't, I've already done that. I don't, Yeah, doesn't mean anything. And my lead, my photo lead overheard me and was like, if we like your film album, girl, we'll post it. And I was like, (laughs) sweet. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. So then I like banged out like three rolls that day. I think I got, I think I shot 12 total and I took them in that Monday after the festival. And when I got them back, I was like sobbing and in tears. And Uh, it was like, I think it was like this kind of little like cosmic nudge of like, you're doing the right thing. Like this is what you should be doing. And so they posted Mm. the album and it was the first album that they've ever posted um, film. So that's great. That was my like exit. (laughs) Where where can everybody can, does that stuff on your website still or? Yeah. um, Okay, cool. That would be on my website under um, the lightning in a bottle tab. And it has the whole film album on there. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so how did you how did you even get into this? Yeah, I was gonna ask that thing? too. It's it's like honestly, I hate to say it, but it's just kind of like how who you know and who you connect mm-hmm. with. Mm. And that's both a blessing and a curse in that world, I feel like, because there are so many just really talented individuals who just don't know the right people and it sucks because it's like, Uh, you are so gifted and I feel like you've been doing this for so long, but you just don't know or you're not going to the right things or having the right conversations. And I think that I kind of was already very immersed in this world. Like I was already very actively going to things and just Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. kind of had my community. And so when I kind of picked up a camera and started doing things, like people saw that. And I'm forever really grateful that it kind of panned out the way that it did. One artist in particular like came up to me and was like, I want you to be shooting my events. And I was like, I don't shoot. I don't shoot nightclubs. Like I don't (laughs) do that. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't do that. But fast forward to like a few weeks later, me like sitting in the Uber (laughs) looking on YouTube, how to use external flash in the club. And I'm like doing it. And I get there and I ended up working with him for like a few years. But yeah, it's just kind of like you meet one person and that leads to another thing and that leads to another thing. But that's also my problem with all of it because it's just kind of like this, like you get sucked into this not popularity contest, but you know what I mean? It's like this like exposure, like needing the validation. And 
I don't know. It kind of eats people alive sometimes, and it's trippy to Uh, witness. That is, (laughs) that's deep. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, I don't do any of that stuff. I'm I'm good. Yeah, I'm good. You're like chilling. (laughs) I mean, not that I haven't like taken my camera to you know concerts or Mm -hmm. festivals and stuff when I've gone, and I always love that because it has nothing to. I'm not doing it for anyone other than myself. Like if it's a band that I love, you know, of course I'm gonna shove my camera in their face. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I just. Paid work scares the shit out of me. And I every time we have somebody on that like professionally does photography, I'm like, ooh, ouch. Oh, that, that would kill me. I would hate to do it. But uh, yeah. it also sounds fun, though, too. Like doing something in the vein of what you love doing is is always like a good thing. Yep. But I would hate just hearing you say like how you're burned out and you needed this film thing to kind of like refresh your mm-hmm. to get away from that. And it, it's just like, man, well, maybe I don't ever want to do that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'll stay away. Well, and it's. It's just like, it's again, one of those things where like, I'm so freaking grateful for it. I feel like opportunities Mm. kind of like I worked for them, but they fell in my lap. And it's like, I never really stopped to think, is this what I like really, really saw for myself? Like, is this really what I want to be doing? And I mean, being in that culture teaches you so much. Like, I know how to be efficient. I know how to like meet freaking crazy deadlines and all these things. But (laughs) to now pivot and use that towards my business and like do like elopements and weddings and couples and things like that like I feel like I've got like this different kind of skill set but able to move forward and use that like I'm just like so much gratitude for everything that I've kind of been able to do up to this point yeah (laughs) what are you uh what are you what are you focusing your business on now that you've like got out of that scene um I'm really just emphasizing like couples portraits and then I also want to be working more one-on-one with artists and it doesn't necessarily have to be like music artists it can Mm be anyone but I am kind of came up with like this package and it's pitched on my website too of just like do you want photos of your band practice or like you working in the studio and just kind of like these like bts like you working on your painting Mm -hmm. you doing writing a book or whatever but just like so you can have something so that whenever it is that you're working on is like released and released and put out into the world you've got something also that just kind of shows what you went through to get up to that point and i like working with artists like music artists and getting them like press shots headshots kind of yeah you know, because it's like a tie in the music world that's not like the music world. It's like right. you're still kind of like off on the sidelines. And so, again, just kind of like using that. And I love shooting couples. That's a new thing for me. Yay. Um, I shot my first couple, like I did an official couple shoot, I want to say in like September. And I was like totally crying. I was like, <laughs> this is the sweetest, most healing, and just beautiful thing to witness. And it's amazing because two people are just in their own worlds and I'm just like running around them like yeah <laughs> creating my own kind of story out of it or their story or trying to capture a small part of their story and yeah it's a beautiful thing to witness and I love I love capturing it <laughs> great so what what do you see for the future of the couple stuff like are you trying to is it kind of just like a like a portrait business kind of thing or is this like more personally where you would like to take it to hanging it on walls and making books out of it or anything like that that yeah I want to do more weddings I do not want to be a wedding photographer Mm -hmm. um but I do I did shoot my first wedding I shot my first wedding in December I had second shot two other weddings beforehand but I had so much fun it was like the best experience but I could see immediately that if I did it regularly, it would put me right back where I started. So say be um, careful. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And 
Also, there's a lot of like kind of dynamics and logistics that I feel like I just would need to be picky with who I'm shooting the wedding. Right. Like mm-hmm. very, like I'm not just going to do it for the money ever. I just needs to be someone that I'm like, that I get along with and we mesh well. But yeah, right now I'm just kind of like seeing where this takes me. I'm going to launch a print shop in the next oh, cool. week. So that's yeah. nice. <laughs> I'm excited. But yeah, I just like working one-on-one with people and telling their story. And another thing I'm launching soon is kind of like, it's going to be called In My Skin Sessions. And it's kind of like self-love sessions. Oh, um, wow. Cool. So it's mainly just kind of, kind of women empowerment, like making people feel good in their skin. Just like, let me capture you. It's going to be all film. Like, in your raw and real beauty. And if the clients are comfortable, eventually I might want to make like a photo book out of that or something or do some sort of exhibit. Um, But I want that to be more like an abstract kind of Mm -hmm. thing, Mm -hmm. less portraity and more like slowed down and just kind of like, let me capture you. Yeah. That sounds exciting. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of capturing, you've been doing a lot of FaceTime sessions. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> how how are those been going? They're good. They're good. And what's that like? <laughs> it's trippy. I mean, have yeah. you? There's like a lot of people doing them right I've now. See, yeah, I've loved the, yeah, the stuff you did with, really caught on. with the water and the in <laughs> the. I was like, what? How? How? <laughs> oh my goodness! Yeah. So that it's funny because I've just been kind of doing them for fun and like getting creative. I know friends that are like making it like like they're charging and running a whole thing for it. But like literally booking shoots and doing like 45 minute sessions. And I was like, that's wild. Yeah. Right. All power to you. I think that's awesome. But for me, I'm just like, I just want to get creative with it and see what happens. But the one that you're referring to. (laughs) So basically, I had seen some things online and I was like how can I take this and like completely run with it and like create something that's entirely my own? And so I wish I could like show you the setup I had in my room, but it was like (laughs) these white sheets, every like white sheet backdrop and then on the ground. And then I set up my lights with like different colored gels. And then you just fill, I filled up a vase of water and I put the phone behind the vase. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's so I smart. think people think too hard into yeah, it. Yeah, literally, because I was like, okay, so <laughs> trying to figure out the math. No, I'm telling all my secrets. But I no. think people thought that I took the image because I shot it on film. I think people yeah. thought that I took it through. I don't know. Mm-hmm, but basically, mm-hmm. it's just literally putting the phone behind the base of water. So it like make like what? I don't know how to describe that. Like it distort, distort, amplifies yeah. the image. Yeah. And then yeah, you yeah. just shoot film and... I had my friend on the other side who lives in New York and is a dancer. So she was just like flowing it out and kind of like moving. And I'm just like rapid fire shooting film. But yeah, I was not expecting kind of the feedback I got on that. Yeah, they're so cool. (laughs) Thank you. Yeah. And so like, I just need to start thinking outside the box as far as creativity goes, because I just will do the same thing because I'm used to it, you know, but I never I'm like, what what can I out of the box can I do that's like... Mm -hmm. Especially in these times, you know, like, I just think that's brilliant. You should do one. They're fun. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Or even like, if you don't have a vase, like another idea that I wanted to try. I mean, I'm just telling it, but like, just (laughs) basically, because... Yes, you can shoot because you know when you do the FaceTime shoots, you're doing it on the screen. Like, you know, when you FaceTime, there's like that little circle 
button yeah. on the screen. You yeah. take the photo through that I because see. when it takes oh, the photo, okay. it's taking it through the other person's camera. Ah. So even if like your connection is just absolute shit, which it always is for me, it'll yeah. be like one pixel and then I'm taking the photo <laughs> and it saves in your camera roll and it's like perfect quality. So there's that. And then also just setting the phone up in different ways and like kind of taking photos and kind of just seeing, I don't know, you can get super creative with it, but it's been cool seeing what people are doing over FaceTime. Yeah. See, that makes so much more sense. <laughs> like, we were talking about this a couple episodes ago and we were just like, how did they do it? Yeah, I was like le- not letting myself just like figure it out because I was like, it's just yeah. magic. It's magic. It's magical. <laughs> it's true. That's so genius though that the, or your phone operates their camera. Like that's mm-hmm. so smart mm-hmm. on technology's part. Like that makes me, that makes me think. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now I need to do them too. Right? Like, <laughs> and it takes it as a live photo. So then you're also gaining like a quick little like clip and you're not uh, in the image that it's saving, you know? So it. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. You should try it. I'd be curious to see what you do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Maybe I will. Maybe I will too. I'm like, who can I get? Maybe I look at my cousin from back home. She's like 20. You yeah. Know? Like, do you some go. model shit stuff for me. <laughs> exactly. That's right. awesome. Now I want to do it. Yeah. I feel like I have so many more ideas. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just like, yeah, it's like I've, I've been in a rut recently because mm-hmm. I was just, we were just talking about this before I got on Timothy and I, like he got the new Leica. It's like mm. something like that. Where he's mm-hmm. been, he's like a roll a day, and I was like, we've only been going to the dog park, yeah, you know. So it's like, and I'm I'm a people person. I want to shoot like portraits and stuff mm-hmm. like that, and mm-hmm. you know, I've said it before on the show, I have like no interest of taking anybody's photo with a mask, you know. So oh, it's like, yeah. No, I hear you. I'm waiting for this to be over. I feel you. So you like shooting portraits, people. Yeah. Yeah. And you do movie set things, right? Or you yeah. do? Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, that's kind of up in the air right now. Obviously, everything is, but yeah. yeah. Well, do you ever like to do self-portraits? Is that something you're into? Um, <laughs> hmm. I haven't done a, like a self-portrait. Like that was an assignment at photography school was like do a self-portrait. I think it was like one of the last times I've ever done one. No, but you've really like inspired me to, like I said, I'm going to start thinking of different things I can do just in general. Yeah. Um, Now, even in this, this quarantine time, I feel like it's maybe if you're not inspired to shoot, maybe you should be going through old negatives or old photos and trying to see if you can find like a narrative with your work, maybe figure out a little 20 page zine or something. Yeah. Get your, get your, uh, your, your creative flow going on something like that. Like I've been, I mean, even stupid little things like organizing your film shelf is like, or your camera <laughs> yeah, shelf. I did or that. Yeah. I went through a bunch of old, when I first got my Canon pro Pixma pro printer, when I, I was like printing every picture that I could print when it, cause I was like so amazed yeah. that I could make like awesome quality prints at home. And then I was going back through all those and just looking at my old prints and being like, man, I need to just like send these to people. Like they shouldn't be sitting in a binder just like doing nothing. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I hear you. I've been going through a roll of film a day just because I'm stoked on the camera. Yeah. And <laughs> I need a new toy, and I, I think. And like now being also diabetic, I need to go for walks every day. So like um. I have to kind of just take advantage of that. And, and which, which you get stuck in doing the same thing of like, Going around my neighborhood, I've been shooting this neighborhood for like seven or eight years now, and it's the same couple pictures each time, but... Mm-hmm. 
trying to go and look at it a different way or something like that. I don't know. Yeah. No, I hear I don't you. Know, Chris, I, mm-hmm. I feel like you'll get out of it. Yeah. yeah. I feel like when I'm in those ruts too, one thing is like I've really learned recently is like if you have an idea, you need to act on it yeah. because yeah. Yeah. there's yeah. power in that moment. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've done is I've made all my like creating tools super accessible. So like I set up my lights at the beginning of this whole thing and they haven't been broken down. They're just sitting in the corner of my room and I have like a backdrop on deck and I don't even put my cameras in their bags anymore. They're just like out on a shelf. And so if I'm like doing anything, like the other night I was just in bed, like about to go to sleep (laughs) and I literally am like, oh my God. And then I'm like, okay, I'll do it tomorrow. And I'm like, nope, it came to mind. You got to do it right now. You have to do it. And so I jumped up, I shot like 15 film photos and then it takes like 30 minutes and then I just go back to bed. And it's like, I'll see those in a few weeks. But I think just kind of doing things like that has really helped me just like stay in the zone and stay creating. That's very true. If you push anything off, it's kind of just telling, I feel like yourself, like, no, it's not worthy. Like, I don't need to do that right now. But it's like when you act on it, you're like, frick, yeah, I just did that. Or like, I mean, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've had ideas. I'm like, yeah, I'll do it another time. I'll just stay whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Got me thinking, Haley. I'm like, damn. I started shooting my plants because yeah. we've been collecting so many plants during this quarantine thing. Yeah. And um, anytime, and like I have one that I've been wanting to, because I frame, mat, like printed, framed, and matted one and hung it in our living room. And it was like, it kind of looks dumb up there with just one. Like, I need another one. So we <laughs> yeah. get another one. And then, like, it's like, now I need one more. And I've been sleeping on this last plant. And yeah. I'm like, it's going to end up dying before I take a picture of it. <laughs> what and kind of plant is it? <laughs> it's a, it's just like a weird, uh, I think it's an elephant ear is what it's called. Okay. It's like a, it looks like a snake plant. You know, those oh. like snake plant deals that are real popular right now. But it's like <laughs> wider and it, I don't know how to explain it. Oh, cool. It. I wish I could bring it my, in here. <laughs> my, <laughs> there's just so many plants right now. We're going through a plant phase in the apartment. And uh, but yeah, just like you said, I like I have my tripods and stuff set up behind yep. me and my lights are just on the other side. And anytime awesome. it, like inspiration hits, I'm just like zoop right yep. up, ready yeah. to go. Start <laughs> taking pictures. Polaroid week helped a lot, too. It got Ooh, really I was just going to say motivated to helps. Mm-hmm. Yeah. hit that fix you know what i mean mm-hmm. i just wish pull i wish it was like polaroid year you know like because when <laughs> when polaroid spring and polaroid fall hit i'm just like all week just like setting stuff up shooting polaroids and then yeah. it kind of fades off and i said i was like oh i'm so bummed that polaroid week 2020 or whatever is coming to an end and so i think it was chris visser friend of the show was yeah. just like you know it doesn't mean you can't shoot polaroids after that and i was like yeah. oh my god you're right like i'm just gonna keep going like i don't know why I thought I had to stop after this. I recently acquired a Polaroid, which is like a weird statement because I'd had an Instax, but I'd been Mm. wanting like the new Polaroid specifically because I wanted to be able to do like the whole double exposure thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um, It's great. So yeah, having the like app where you can completely go in manual mode and kind of control it, like unlocks a whole new level of things. But I'm also like, cool, another habit that is expensive because yeah. <laughs> like yeah. quarantine has not been cheap but i mean no. i'm like if i'm able to just be creative and use the money that i have just to my creative tools that feels mm-hmm. good to me and yeah it's helping me create things that are generally moving me forward so 
yeah, the Polaroid's been another new investment that I've been super stoked on. So you mentioned your print shop. Do you mm-hmm. have any plans for like a, a zine at all? In in life, in the future, I would yeah. love to do one. <laughs> um, I think I would need to kind of like, I'd probably want to do a photo kind of book at some point, but then also do a zine where it's like interactive and has like interviews and kind of like, oh, cool. Things like that. Um, I'm definitely going to set up a Patreon sooner than later. I'm just trying to figure out, again, how I want to use that. But yeah, just kind of trying to push my work out and then also be able to, I mean, share it and have Mm -hmm. it accessible, but then also make like a slight income from things. And it feels good to see your photos freaking in real life. Yeah. Oh, yes. (laughs) And when people like I've had a few people hit me up asking if they can like have a photo printed and I'll send them the photo and just when they send me a photo of it like in their home Mm -hmm. that's just like okay like that's amazing Yeah, yeah that's incredible and so yeah I'm excited for the print shop. Thanks. Me too. I'm excited. Um, it'll be up within the next week or so, I'm assuming. Great. So, yeah. Fun. I need Fun. to do that too. I need to set up a little print shop. Like you I should. said, I still have all these prints sitting around that I would love to mm-hmm. get yeah. to, into someone's hands. Like you yeah. definitely have <laughs> yeah. photos. <laughs> I'm not developing a roll a day though. Like I have, okay. I was just talking before we started. I have, I built this little like cubby system to keep all the rolls of film off my desk because mm. I would have like 30 rolls of film just sitting and taking up like half my desk yeah so i built these little cubbies in my closet where i have them all you know color film pushed black and white regular box, you know and so and then i dropped a roll in there last night and i was like oh wow i really got some catching up to do like it is piling up and i i refuse to send anything out like i am very stubborn when it comes to it i have to develop my own film and uh, yeah i just gotta yeah it's fun it's it's probably Probably my second favorite part of the whole process is What's like your first? shooting the photo, shooting like coming up with an idea or even mm-hmm. just like seeing something mm-hmm. like when you see something, even if you miss it or you don't take the shot, the thrill of like, mm-hmm. wow, that's awesome. I saw this guy watering <laughs> this little old man today. We were <laughs> driving past it and uh, he was just watering his bush or something like that outside. And it was the like the coolest scene I've ever seen. And I was yeah. like. That was that was like picturesque or so I forget what I said and we drew some stupid <laughs> yeah. saying that I said and we drew it past it. But I was like, that would have been it. That would have been such a great photo, you know, but mm-hmm. I just love the excitement of that of that whole thing. Well, that's the thing with film, too, is I definitely look at the world so differently and I look at light mm-hmm. differently yes, now. Yes. And it's yeah. like, OK, you've been shooting for like four years like this shouldn't be like a new thing. But it is. <laughs> yeah. and I feel like now I'm constantly just like kind of taking it in and like I'll look and be like okay Mm -hmm. like this would be a gorgeous photo even if I don't have my camera and yeah I'm just grateful again that film kind of teaches you that and has you looking at things in a different light literally yeah (laughs) I mean that that whole struck the whole light thing struck me recently too because everybody's doing these like amazing portraits with like strips of light going across Mm, their face and I'm like Mm -hmm. why haven't I ever thought of that (laughs) how did I miss that whole you know yeah it's funny It's great to always be learning. Or always being like getting inspired by people. You know, it's like my favorite thing when I'm scrolling like, oh, like like with your work, I was like, this is inspiring (laughs) to like be creative. Like, oh, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Instagram can be such a powerful tool. It can also be like a very negative one in terms of the comparison comparing. And yeah, I think every artist falls down the comparison kind of what hole. But Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Yeah, I think deleting it for chunks of time is... Have you? I deleted it last year from like... Wow. August to February of this year. Wow. So this was right along the time when I was like, I don't want anything to do with photography. Like, I am so burnt out. I don't want to touch a camera. I don't want to book anything. And I like kind of shut down and I deleted... I deleted the app. My Instagram was still up. Right, right, right. Um, But basically not having it for those like six or seven months, I like was like, oh my goodness, like I am not enjoying myself with what I'm doing anymore. When I disconnect from who I am on the internet versus in real life, it's like a different person. And so that's when the wheels started turning and I was like, I'm going to launch a different business. I'm going to completely cut off all my ties with my former clients and just do something new. And so when I came back on, I mean, I definitely, obviously, like I still notice myself going through like Mm -hmm. comparing and kind of the negative thought patterns that it brings. But I think now just being like, you know what, we're going to delete it for two days because like, you're not feeling good about things. And that's smart. Yeah. Because when you don't have access to it, you don't realize how much you're like subconsciously Mm -hmm. kind of judging things and comparing and when you don't see what other people are doing like you wake up and you have a great freaking day you don't like you're not aware of what's happening in the world but yeah honestly I wish that I still didn't have it but I'm also so grateful for it so yeah it's like a double-edged sword for sure just gonna say that yeah yeah Yeah. and like I find myself getting jealous of people's like careers Mm -hmm. you know like like this person's like where I want to be and I'm not there and like where did I go wrong and like it's icky yeah no, I hear you. And you're in LA too, right? Yeah. 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 I feel like in LA, it's just like inevitable because mm-hmm. yeah, I'm also there <laughs> yeah. or I was there. Now I'm a little bit outside of it, but I feel like as long as you're just like listening to what feels good and like doing yeah. your thing and like yeah. honoring like your creative kind of like path, like yeah. comparison is just like the devil and it's like everyone does it. And I think that's been the one thing I've been trying to attack and just be like, like you are doing your own thing. Like you can't yeah. compare what is that quote? It's like, you can't compare your beginning to other people's middle or end. That's, mm. and that's so, a good one. <laughs> yeah. I feel yeah. like I want that like written on my hand. So I yeah. can constantly just like, like see on it. your phone. So yeah. before you go into the, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I hear you. Yeah. But power to you for being able to like quit cold Turkey. It's hard for especially yeah. these times. Cause it's like part of the reason why I couldn't sleep. I was telling Timothy, like, I didn't get any sleep last night. Cause I was just like going through Twitter and then Instagram, and then Facebook yeah. and Twitter. And, then is- and I was just like, now I know I just can't, I have to, I- <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to get to sleep because now it's 3am. What did I do to myself? <laughs> I know it's crazy. Cause I'll be like at my computer editing and I'm like falling asleep and I'm so fatigued. And then I pick up my phone and suddenly yeah. it's like two hours later. And I'm like, how does this have the power of like keeping me awake and stimulated my my fiance said it's a blue light even though we could adjust it on the phone he Mm -hmm. bought me blue light glasses and it was funny they came in today and he was like (gasps) you couldn't sleep last night this is gonna help and i was like okay thanks (laughs) see i want to get some but don't they distort the coloring kind of so like if you're editing i feel like you can't be wearing yeah maybe not yeah but that's good you got him hey yeah i'm gonna try him out (laughs) let you know (laughs) perfect We'll be right back with some listener questions for Haley right after this message from our sponsor. Support for Analog Talk comes from Polaroid. Use the promo code ANALOGTALK10 on your first purchase on film at Polaroid.com. All right, everybody, this is the part of the show where we take a question from one of our listeners. We're actually going to hit Haley with two questions because we got some good ones. So (laughs) our first question comes from Swahili Keely Photography, and they ask, when did you start to feel others noticing your growth and taking note? Key to visibility. Mm. I mean, it sounds cliche, but like be yourself, honestly. (laughs) Like, I feel like whenever I'm like 
second guessing sharing something or something I'm excited about or my gut is kind of like don't do it like whatever and every time I honor it and I push forward and I do share it and then I receive like feedback or kind of people asking or sharing how it made them feel and kind of just like I want to be open and vulnerable Mm -hmm. and I think that that's so important and just kind of like shining light on like areas of like it's okay if you feel this way like I want to talk to you about this and kind of just being yourself and just sharing your freaking work because in this day and age everyone's doing the same thing and Mm -hmm. what matters most is just like having your own unique voice because sure you can like blend in and that might boost you and get you kind of like gigs and a following and a community but I just feel so much better and so much more like in my kind of I don't know how to say it yeah just be yourself (laughs) and (laughs) honoring that and sharing what matters to you and sharing your heart and kind of just your voice and your authentic expression and everyone's got like their own unique kind of traits to them yeah I think that when I started honoring that more and more that's when I kind of started receiving more and more feedback and whatnot and visibility yeah it's it's, um because there is a game you can play with Mm -hmm. social media as well like where Mm -hmm. you know you run the hashtags you do the follows and then you unfollow and then (laughs) I don't do any of that no 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 I know it's 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 too much work like if you just put yourself out there like you said and just be 100 like it really does work I mean I could tell a difference when I just stopped trying to build an audience you know like if you just kind of let it let it fly it it does its thing Well, that's the thing, too, is I think a lot of people, humans are like multifaceted human beings. So like people will be like, I am a like they'll have their personal account and then like their photography account, you know, Mm -hmm. and I've Mm -hmm. been going back and forth, like, should I do that? But it's like, no, because I think it's so cool that people have all these different sides to them. And it's important to share that. And so like when I have a friend who's like a yoga instructor, but she also shares her cooking, and then she's also sharing her kids and things like that, like people connect with you and they see that. And so that's why I'm like, I mean, I'm not an open book, but I do share a lot of parts of my life because then people will be like, hey, I saw that you're interested in this. Would you ever be interested in doing a shoot on that? And I'm like right. I never would have thought of that but yeah right. let's freaking do wow. it yeah. so yeah awesome. yeah I had the I had the two Instagrams for a while for yeah. like my personal and then my work yeah and it's just like too much I'd rather just share my work and personal in the same place yeah you know so people can see who's making the work yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly okay question number two another deep one this comes from a friend of the show Chris Visser and he asked your feed is full of images with lots of bubbly energy and fun is this a conscious thing when shooting or is it is it an unconscious extension of your personality can it be both like I think it's both like I think when I gravitate towards the scene I try and capture it as best I can and I have my little tools that I use like the prism or mm-hmm. like lights or I mean have you guys ever put Vaseline on a filter have you ever tried that no but I just recently heard yeah. about that yeah. that's smart yes yeah if you get like a just a clear filter or sometimes I mean if you want to go like in and use like a star filter and then you just kind of put <laughs> Vaseline around it yeah um kind of just like yeah I just kind of try and capture things as I see them and I, I, again that's why I like film because I think it's just like this intuitive experience of just like like this is what it feels in the moment I can't see what I'm capturing but I know that whatever I get back is going to be like the most authentic thing that I could have captured in that time so yeah I think I just try and capture things how I see them and how I see the world so awesome yeah yeah all right, should we, should we hit her with the tough questions? Yeah, give it to her. <laughs> oh, no. All right, so this is, if you could only have one camera for the rest of your life, you're on a desert island, what would it be and why? This is such a hard one. Because <laughs> I'm lusting after one camera, but I don't think that that's the one that I would want to only have. I feel mm. like it'd probably just be what I'm currently using or... 
it would be the one that I got started on, the Minolta X700, because I feel yeah. like that was the one that just like got the wheels turning. Yeah. And yeah. it came with me just, I mean, all over. I was traveling with it. It kind of was like my buddy. And yeah. the only reason I don't use it is because it's broken so many times. I don't know if that's like a Minolta thing, but oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it literally has gone down on me so many times. And I'm like, I can't keep paying to fix this. Like I might as yeah. well just buy a new one, but that feels yeah. like wrong. So yeah. yeah, probably my baby that I started with. The Minolta. No. On this island, it, it just works. So It just works. It yeah, magically it just works. works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. So second part of the question, what is it that you're lusting after? What's your white whale camera? The Mamiya 7. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That one for sure. Have you shot it? I haven't. Mm. so i don't want to let myself because i know the second i do i'm gonna like log on to ebay and buy yeah. it <laughs> so man that's how it happens yep that's how it happens uh, perfect <laughs> well Haley, this has been really awesome thank you for letting us pick your brain and like i said your stuff mm. has been super keeping me inspired lately so thank you for yes, that for sure thank you Thank um, you guys for having me. I mean, I've listened to this show for a minute and it definitely brought me, it helped bring me out of that massive creative rut that I was in. Like I wasn't on social yay. media and I came across you guys. And I think cause I followed Shannon and she shared the podcast and I immediately was like that like head exploding emoji. Like, yeah. just like <laughs> oh my God, like this is what I needed. And so oh, thank you guys oh. for sharing your voice and your passion because yeah, it's absolutely. so appreciated. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So where can everybody <laughs> check out your awesome work? So. The my Instagram, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my Instagram is, it's hail, but the three is an E. So it's H-A-L-3 underscore. And then my website is Haley Bush. But again, the three is an E. So H-A-L-3-Y-B-U-S-E-H. Yeah. Did you did you happen to go to it spelled properly? Because I did that by mistake. Oh, really? No, it and doesn't it, exist. It's like or, a weird What thing. is it? Yeah, I don't, yeah you, what? I'm not gonna <laughs> now I'm intrigued. <laughs> okay, I'll check it out later. It's like a weird fetish website. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, damn. Yeah. Cool. Well, Timothy, what about you? Guys, head over to Instagram. It's at Timothy Makeups. I also make film photography related YouTube videos. Easiest way to find it go to the search bar just type in timothy.makeups i'm actually working on a leica video <gasps> right yeah. now so that should be up probably well probably by the time this is out it'll be up <laughs> but yeah that's where i'm at chris where are you yeah i'm crispy photo on instagram twitter and youtube your analog talk pod on twitter and analog talk podcast on instagram we have a facebook page you can like and join the group and share stuff and talk to each other and all that Whew. Thank you. <laughs> you did it. Thank you again, Haley. This has been been wonderful. Thank you. You so guys awesome are the to best. chat with you. Yeah. Thank you for having me. I appreciate awesome. your time. Of course. Definitely. All right, guys. We'll see you in the next one. Bye. Bye. First off, we want to thank Haley for coming on the show and giving us your story and you know just nerding out about film photography. Always a good time. Thank you, Haley. Guys, that's gonna take us to Patreon. Head over to Patreon.com/AnalogTalk. You can get the show two days early for even a buck. We also have a bunch of other stuff over there go and check it out we're doing patreon exclusives we're doing patreon only after shows just a bunch of stuff we're trying to beef it up for you guys and for the patrons who already support the show thank you so much guys we do not know what we would do without you all right guys until next week we will see you soon later